You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Governments rushed last night to pass law that would stop the parole-like treatment of 501 deportees. Got through its first stage last night. Second reading is later today. Adjunct Professor of Law at Massey University, Chris Gellivan's back with us. Uh, Chris, morning to you. Yeah, morning, Mike. I was fascinated with this case. This goes back to the High Court in December, and Cheryl Gwynne, Justice Cheryl Gwynne, said his treatment, this is the bloke who went to court, his treatment had breached his right to natural justice, freedom of movement, and to be free from unreasonable search and seizure. That in itself, so in other words, double jeopardy, that in itself is not a bad argument, is it? No, no, it's not. Um, and it's not um, it's, it's not necessarily controversial that legislation might be passed that is in breach of the New Zealand Bill of Rights Act, but it's got to be signalled um, to Parliament when they're passing legislation, and this is what this Section 7 in Parker's report is, that it brings it to the attention of Parliament if there is a likely inconsistency. But, you know, we, we've got a, we live in a country where legislation wins, so even though there was a restricted interpretation of the legislation by the courts on a pretty good argument, like you said, yeah. which meant that that legislation was passed in 2015, it didn't, it didn't render it void because the courts can't do that. It just said it can't apply to anybody who'd been sentenced before 2015. So it's not surprising, Mike, that um, this legislation is before uh, the courts and it's I say that it's going to go through, um, and it's to clarify, even though they might, you know, Parker said that he disagrees with what the judge said, but if Parliament says, okay, you know, judge might be right, but we're still going to pass the legislation anyway, they can do that. So did they do the right thing in 2015 and just couldn't foresee this, or should they have done something better in 2015? Oh, they probably should have done something better in 2015, because... Um, I mean, effectively, it is a, um, a compromise on the rights, but it's the mechanism, it's really the only mechanism they have to ensure yeah. that um, somebody who's coming back on a 501 uh, is um, is kept an eye on, let's put it that way. You know, the, the, the Minister Allen has sort of said, look, this isn't punitive, this isn't a penalty, this is actually just part of rehabilitating these people <laughs> and, and and I think that's a pretty creative argument, yes, you know, because is. what the court said and what you have just said the court's decision was, it really hinged on two main things and that is one, this is a penalty let's call it what it is you know, if it's like parole, it's part of a penalty that wasn't imposed by the Australian courts and two, it's been posed, imposed after the fact, for something that happened in the past, so it's got retrospective effect, and that was the; those were the two basic um, uh, findings that resulted in the more technical things that you just said. Um, and the and the court's actually right. And what happened is that the Crown actually appealed that High Court decision in December, and it's yet it was heard on the second of February by the Court of Appeal, yeah, but they haven't given their decision yet. So um, this actually rushing through this legislation is to cover that intervening period and the. Crown actually asked for a stay so they didn't have to necessarily apply that ruling from um, the High Court. So it could be, I mean, effectively that appeal's been put to naught if this legislation is passed. But having said that, the Court on a, of Appeal might not have agreed with the High Court judge anyway. Appreciate your expertise as always. Chris Gellivan, adjunct professor of law out of Massey University. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.